Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining and thank you to those of you who have left a podcast review. We are well on our way to meeting our goal of 1,000 reviews by the end of January. As I've said before, those reviews really help new friends find the podcast, and that's especially important as we get ready to kick off the new year. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Today, we are reading Luke 1, 46 through 56, and I am here in the podcast studio with the one and only Michaela Green. Hi, Emma. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I'm glad you're here continuing the theme of having young adults on the podcast this Advent season. And I'd love for you to just share a little bit about who you are and what God's done in your life. Yeah, totally. So uh, I grew up in a Christian home, and it was really sweet in a lot of ways where I was just really shown a lot of who God is. Mm -hmm. I was introduced to scripture, and that was really sweet. But I was also under the belief that being a Christian meant following the rules Mm -hmm. and meant following adults and meant memorizing scripture. So that really led to a very workspace faith where it just felt like I needed to follow the rules, and then that was what a relationship with God looked like, Mm -hmm. and that's what God wanted from me. And I was saved when I was six, and I believe that it was genuine. I believe that I— gave my life to Jesus. But then when I was 13, an interesting thing happened where my parents got divorced and I found out about it. And it just felt like the rug was kind of swept out from underneath me. Like you found out from it, they didn't—you found out about it, they didn't tell you, and you discovered it, or— It was more of like a catalyst event happened. Mm -hmm. And so what happened was that I found out that my dad was cheating on my mom. Mm -hmm. And I—whenever I found out about that, I realized that my parents were human— yeah. And that kind of changed a lot of things for me because that's not really what I was taught. They were superheroes. They were superheroes. And so I felt a little bit like the rug was pulled out from underneath me. And in that moment, in a way that I truly believe I never have before, I prayed to God and I mm. said, God, I don't know what this looks like and I don't know what to say, but if you'll just protect me and protect my family, like, you've got me, I'm yours. And I, to this day, I think that that's one of the most like honest and raw prayers I've ever prayed. And wow. I think— that's a real moment where my faith went from a head faith to a heart faith, where it was like a real relationship with Jesus. And it was really sweet how it played out over the next few years because it was tough and it was difficult to go through that. But I also see a lot of my life marked by joy and just Him protecting me and holding me. Mm. And that didn't mean that there wasn't anxiety or a lot of stress. It's just something I felt a lot. But I also see it just how his healing hand has played out and how he has protected my family, which has been really sweet. So even I have difficulties with that to this day, but it's just something that I think he's refining me in and just trusting him and just trusting his protection over me. So I love it. And where is your family? Are you from Dallas? I am not. I am from the panhandle of Florida. Florida girl. Florida girl. I love it. And what, I, I think I know the answer to this question, but tell me a little bit about what brought you to Texas and what you do for work. Great. Yeah. So actually, when I was in Florida, I went to UCF. Go Knights. Um, Go Knights. I think that's the first shout out for the Knights on the podcast ever. You know, I'm excited to be the one to do it. But I was living with a bunch of girls and they all listened to the Porch podcast. So they kind of introduced me to that. So I was already listening to the Porch podcast. I had really already decided that I was going to move to Dallas. I moved with one of my roommates from college. Fun. So we came out here about a year ago, and we immediately started going to the porch, and then that's how we became introduced to Watermark. 
And I'd been going to the porch for about a year whenever they introduced the communications coordinator's position. Yes. Which is one I currently hold. I You do? <laughs> you work for the porch. I shout do out. work for the porch. Shout out. Okay. Really quickly. Yes. We're going to get to Luke one in just a second. Absolutely. What is a communications coordinator? What do you do? That's a really good question. Thank you. <laughs> so a lot of it is I'm within the creative team on the porch, and I just help with social media, any communications efforts we have as far as email, announcements, just coordinating what those look like, any outward communication cool. to our audience, which has been really sweet and is so a really you're, cool opportunity. You're an organized gal is what I'm hearing. I am becoming an organized gal. <laughs> I'm really more of a creative brain, and okay. a writer is my— pa- my Your background. My background, passions. but— now I am becoming more of an organized gal. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, fun. Well, I'm excited to hear what you have to say about Luke 1, 46 through 56. And so to start us off, yeah, everybody should have already read the passage. If not, pause the episode, go read it, then jump back in. Luke 1, 46 through 56. Why don't you just give us an overview? What are we looking at? Yeah. So in yesterday's reading, we see that Mary hurries off to her relative Elizabeth after being told that she was going to be having the son of the Most High. And we just see Elizabeth greet her. The Holy Spirit comes onto her, and she is just so excited that the mother of her Lord is there. And mm. she just really affirms Mary. And in response to that affirmation, Mary is start, just starts praising God, mm. which I think is really sweet. And it's really easy for me to read this um, passage, 46 through 56, just by itself and be like, oh, she's praising God. But I think it's just really sweet that that was in response to this affirmation that she receives from totally. Elizabeth. She did believe the angel Gabriel, whenever he told her that she was having this baby, she was having him as a virgin. But I think just having that affirmation from her family was just, it probably became really real. Mm. And it's just really understanding like, oh, this is happening. I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful. So that's what we see in 46 through 56, where Mary just starts praising the greatness of God. She just recognizes her place with a lot of humility and just feels really blessed to be chosen by him. And she recognizes that His mercy is from generations to generations Mm -hmm. and that he fulfills his promises. And it says he exalts the lowly in my version, but I think it might say humble estate. Yeah, he has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. Yeah. I love it. So I just think it's really sweet how she recognizes God's character. She recognizes what he's done for her. And then she recognizes what he's doing over the span of generations Mm -hmm. and the promises that he's fulfilled so far. So that's really good, Michaela. What stood out for you? As you read this, what did you notice? What observations did you make? Yeah, I think what I noticed, it's really easy for me to connect with the women in the Bible, I would Mm. say, to put me in that place to what they're feeling. And it's easy to put, I think, Mary on this pedestal of being perfect. But right here, she just talks about she's a humble servant Mm. and she was chosen anyways. And I think that really sets the tone for a lot of Jesus's ministry. We see him using the lowly. We see him using women, which maybe weren't the most highly regarded. And we sure weren't. Yeah. And we see him just exalting these people of humble estate and across generations. And we also see his existence is fulfilling a lot of the promises that God made in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. So we see her reference the Abrahamic covenant. It's really good, Michaela. How do you live differently because of what you read in this passage? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think that how I live differently after reading this is just I have a greater appreciation for just who God is and who he loves and who he exalts and he exalts the lowly and that's who he is. And I think that that resulting in praise is something that I'm often not quick to do. Mm. I think it's just something that I assume because of 
I've been in the Christian faith for a while, so this is something that I've been around and I've been accustomed to, but just being able to praise Him and recognize that what a gift it is and not get used to it and not think that it's normal because it's really— he doesn't have to use me, but he chooses to. So I think that just living in that state of praise, as we're in the Advent season, just um, preparing our hearts for the birth of Jesus, just to really appreciate mm-hmm. what he's done for us. But to celebrate it. To celebrate. And not just to celebrate it. And we love Christmas parties and making cookies, but genuinely posture our hearts in a way that is grateful. And from that gratitude flows the celebration. Absolutely. I love it, Michaela. Thank you for being here. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. You are so welcome. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.